Round one, fight! I'm trying to sound like Street Fighter. <laughs> tiger, tiger, tiger uppercut. Haruken! <coughs> Haruken! Haruken! You lose. <laughs> I'm tired. I usually sound better when I do it. Uh, I'm trying to trembly. Yeah, pretty funny. Uh, I've been uh, wondering about CM Punk coming back to AEW, and I don't know if you're, you know, a wrestling fan or you don't know anything about wrestling, but he uh, had gotten into like some real locker room fight with uh, some of the wrestlers backstage, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and they all got suspended. And you know the the pub wrestling public was like, well, was this a work or a shoot? And I guess it's real because all you know, all the news outlets, or at least with wrestling, are saying how CM Punk is a toxic cancer, and everyone's glad he's gone. But dude, I can like relate on how CM Punk would feel uh, about you know working with that kind of shit. Because in my my grocery store job, I work with all these kids that are young. And they're happy and they just want to be there and get paid and have fun. But like I'll be me, I'll be there actually caring about the company and wanting to bust ass and uh, set some sort of standard so that everyone, you know, can prosper. But I'll be looking like the bad guy because I'm trying to tell them it takes hard work. Uh, but no, they think I'm mean because I just get mad at them for not getting shit done. You know, even CM Punk said... Uh, said it best when he's like I'm old I'm tired and I work with children dude same here brother same here brother I, I yeah I don't mean to like talk too much about wrestling I'll stay on wrestling um speaking of AEW again there's this female wrestler named Thunder Rosa right and it's kind of relevant because she's here from San Antonio and she's actually a pretty good wrestler right very technical by the book, well taught, and cares about the business, I guess. Or at least I thought she she did, right? So, she was pretty much an independent wrestler. Uh, she was with NWA, but that's not really a big deal. That's just independent, right? Until AEW brought her in and gave her a contract. And I think she let her cockiness and attitude get to her. Thinking she was kind of like a female CM Punk that... Oh, I'm the reason everyone wants to watch this show and that she can get away with anything with all the other women in the locker room, right? Well, a couple months back, uh, she became AEW Women's Champion. And I think it was just a move by, like, the company to be more inclusive. <laughs> like, oh, I guess we'll give it to a Mexican woman and then the other champion will give it to a black woman, you know? Which, whoa, if, if you don't know who uh, the TBS champion Jade Cargill is, look her up, dude. Like, I'm not into into chocolate women, but God, dude, I would let her melt my mouth and my hands. Like, Jade Cargill is, is hot uh, African-American. She's, like, straight from Wakanda and shit, you know? Uh, and then she's, like, like kind of like Rhea Ripley, Oh, God, now I'm thinking about Rhea Ripley from WWE. Uh, yeah, have you seen Rhea Ripley? She's like some hot-ass Australian woman. and God, she's so thick. I'd let her fart right in my face, and I would suck it in through every nostril. 
Okay, so again, back. I'm trying to get back to Thunder Rosa. So I think they wanted to take the belt away from her and put it on Tony Storm, who this cute little New Zealand girl. And th- but Thunder Rosa had all these commitments, right? Signed up for uh, like appearances and other guest spots everywhere else. But but she was signed up as champion. So if she had lost it, she would have lost all those uh, commitment deals. Probably lost out on money, you know. Well, right before she was about to drop the belt, I think Thunder Rosa suddenly had some sort of weird back injury that was, you know, very vague and undefined. So she's out hurt and they technically do and don't have a women's champion. And so I think Thunder Rosa just found some stupid loophole that lets her get paid while she's hurt and still make appearances as champion and do stupid YouTube react videos on YouTube. Huh. Kind of reminds me of me getting paid while they're hurt and making stupid podcasts. I don't know. You know, for Mexicans usually work way harder, you know. So she's giving the race a bad name. And I'm sorry about wrestling. I'm going to keep talking about it because that's just what's on my mind. Y'all remember Goldust's badass theme song? How the screen would like go black and white and there'd be the widescreen black bars and it just... God, that song went hard, dude. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of good Attitude Era songs that were fucking great. Stone Cold's theme song with the glass breaking. Uh, the Undertaker gong just giving me chills. Uh, even when The Undertaker was the American badass and he had Roland playing from Limbisk. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, keep rolling, rolling. Man. Ah, Limbisk's kind of cool. <laughs> you, uh, do you remember Val Venus? Hello, ladies. And that porn saxophone would just start wailing. Uh, he would always come out in a towel. And I guess if you think about his gimmick, it was like he was a porn star wrestler. And do his fucking finishing move. I had to look this up because I didn't remember what it was called. His finishing move is he does a top rope splash onto the fucking person laying there on the on the on the mat. And he calls it the money shot. I'm serious. His move is called the money shot. And I was a kid watching this shit. We were all kids watching this shit, you know? Or even a do the fucking Godfather coming out with the hoe train. And <laughs> there's just all these hoes following him. And he would come out and face his opponent. And he would tell them if they would rather take a hoe than compete in the match. And some opponents would straight up just pick the hoe and... There'd be no wrestling. They would just leave. That was that was it. That was the match. <laughs> Kingfisher 9000. Kingfisher 9000. Kingfisher 9000. I was uh, talking about New Zealand earlier real quick. And that's the way I'm going to transition this. But I think that's where the Lord of the Rings movies were filmed. Right? And I've yet to see any Lord of the Rings movies. I'm pretty sure you like literally need... 30 hours to watch it all with including the prequels and then any director's cuts and all that you know and now with the new series oh jesus christ you know uh and the guy who directed it peter jackson i i know he's done some cool shit like uh he did this old uh movie from 1992 called brain dead or uh aka dead alive i guess it depends on where where you're regioned at, but that was like a over the top gore zombie comedy love story. Very good movie. It's it's real campy and uh 
you should watch it. I think it all might, the whole thing might be on YouTube, you know? And then there's this movie called Heavenly Creatures that he did. And oh man, that movie is, is great. It's it's actually the very first film Kate Winslet ever did. You know who Kate Winslet is? The bad person from Divergent? <laughs> or the chick from Titanic that wouldn't let Leo on the floating door even though it could fit two people? Side side note about about that. You know Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, like after Titanic, they eventually reunited for another movie called Revolutionary Road. And I I only remember, reason I remember this is because there's a scene I remember in that movie where Kate Winslet is uh, gonna give herself an abortion, so she boils some water on the stove in a tea kettle, and then gets like a rubber bag and a hose, fills the rubber bag with the scalding hot water. And then slowly lets it drip through the hose up into her vagina. And I guess that works for an abortion. But man, that that sounds fucked up. You know, like, I guess that was how it was in the 40s and 50s with a, with abortions, you know. Can you imagine putting hot water into your pussy? It seems like it would feel when I ate those really hot mashed potatoes too quick. And it burnt all the way down my throat into my esophagus, you know. Anyways, I'm getting off track again. So... The movie with Kate Winslet is called Heavenly Creatures and is a movie based on a true story of a New Zealand murder known as the Parker Holm murder case where a teenage girl killed her own mother with the help of her best friend. Y'all should watch this movie because it explores how the two girls are becoming so close that it's as if they're in love with each other and the parents of both of them are concerned that could it be... It could be like homosexual thoughts that they're having, you know. And this all took place in 1952, by the way, when homosexuality was considered, you know, not normal. It was a mental sickness. And it's not like it is today where it's just trendy to be homosexual, you know. But, uh, yeah, Kate Winslet is great in it, though, uh, in that first movie. She was great in the Holiday movie, too. You remember the Holiday with her and Jack Black? And they fall in love and... Shit, dude, like, if Jack Black has a chance with Kate Winslet, then maybe there's hope for me. <laughs> and I, I really like The Holiday. I remember seeing it the other day, too. It, Cameron Diaz was in it as well. And I think of the movie she's been in, like, uh, The Mask. For whatever reason, she had huge tits in The Mask, and now she's all f- part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, you know? But there's this other movie I uh, saw Cameron Diaz do called The Counselor. And the only reason I'm talking about that is because there's this scene that I always remember where like a, her dude takes her with a on a, in a fancy sports car onto a golf course and to like get him off. She takes off her panties, gets on the windshield of the car. She does like the split spread eagle on the windshield glass and she just starts bouncing up and down and just fucking the car. And the dude is just like. Not even really turned on. He's just watching her like in awe, all freaked out, you know. Uh, <laughs> the scene just lives rent free in my mind. There's another scene in that movie too, where where Brad Pitt he has like this briefcase of important information, and some assassin runs by him and puts like this device around his neck that has like a piano wire mechanism that keeps tightening and tightening. Uh, and that dude takes the briefcase for him from him. And the mechanism is just tightening the piano wire until it slowly chokes him and slices into his neck and then eventually just 
cuts off his entire head. Okay, that movie was called The Counselor. Okay, you should look that one up. It's kind of weird, but good. And then that Kate Winslet movie I was talking about earlier was Heavenly Creatures. Look for that. It's kind of expensive uh, buying a DVD, but you could probably uh, get it off Amazon uh, rent for pretty cheap. New new world new world order new new world new world order. I uh, guess that's it for today. I would tell you to go watch wrestling, but it honestly sucks. Like, don't go watch it. It's it's so cheesy, so unbelievable, and not cheesy in a good way. It's just not good. Um, you can go watch the Attitude Era though uh, on Peacock. You know some of that uh, classic NWO new 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 world order shit. You know. And go, go, just look up Kate Winslet and her uh, her films, and just watch anything with her. She's great, you know. Even if she did uh, let Jack go, that stupid bitch. Anyway, thanks and bye.